Welcome to the Fueled AF podcast, where we educate you on ways to fuel your mind, body, and soul. We're your hosts, Alex and Avery. Now let's jump in. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) This is new. This is new. So you guys probably just listened to the intro and were probably like, wait, what the heck? This is not the Finally Flourish podcast. And you're right. This is not the Finally Flourish podcast. <laughs> um, Coach Avery and I are actually co-hosting now, and we changed the podcast name to Fueled AF, which we are so stoked about. Um, but yeah, we're going to kind of just take you guys through um, this episode. But also before we kind of dive into that, we just want to talk about the name change, why we decided to co-host, and kind of like all of the new and exciting things to come. So um, Avery, do you maybe want to like kick it off and say like why we wanted to change the name and like your yeah. time? Well, so, you know, basically I was already like, Alex, let me just be on every episode of the Finally <laughs> podcast. Um, and she generously offered, um, you know, suggested that we both be co-hosts. And I was like, uh, yes, obviously. Um, and so, you know, with with that change, we kind of just wanted to, I guess, just kind of start fresh and, you know, make, make this like our own, our own new thing, um, which we're really, really excited about. Um, and when we were playing around with names in terms of like the name change, um, something that we talk about all the time with our clients is just your body and the importance of, of, you know, nourishing yourself. We say it all the time, you have to nourish to flourish. Um, and then with, with the name like fueled AF, it, to me, at least it kind of has so many different meanings. Like not only are we wanting to encourage people to fuel their bodies and, you know, get strong, obviously this is, you know, we're, we're going to talk a lot about fitness and lifting and things like that, um, and nutrition, but then also fueling yourself just with education and motivation and a really a positive community. Um, so not just fueling your mind, but also fueling your body, um, which, and your soul and yeah. everything. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, I love it. Honestly, it's, yeah. it's the finally flourish, super cute name. Um, you know, maybe people who are in our community already like would get it, but like overall, like it, it, it was a great name and it does kind of associate us with forever flourish coaching, which is obviously where we're, what we do for coaching, but we just wanted something that was a little bit more clear in terms of like what the podcast is truly going to be about. Um, and something that really, really embodies our style of coaching and what we truly are about. And, and Avery hit the nail on the head there. Like we truly are all about our clients feeling their bodies. You know, when we meet with the prospective clients, the first thing we say is like, love you girl. We know you have these goals, but like you're, your main priority to us is your health. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's always going to be the first thing that we focus on. So feeling your body and your mind and your soul, that just like felt like it was so, um, I don't know, it just embodied us and our vision. And, and so we wanted to just name the podcast after that. We, we were sending names back and forth and I said every probably like 30 different names because I was just like, I don't know. And then like the second I said this one, Avery's like, Oh yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I think just also like when I think of like fuel I think of like you know when people say like you have to fill your cup you have to fill your own cup before you give to others and whatever it's kind of that same idea of like we want you to feel fueled as fuck like we want you to feel like I have not only the knowledge but like the motivation and the like tools that I need to 
give like put my all into whatever goals I have into my relationships my life whatever it is so love that yeah seriously I, I think that that just explained it beautifully but yeah so we're really excited to co-host and you know the new name changing everything it's it definitely just feels a lot more aligned with what we're wanting to do and what we envision you know our community to be and and what we aspire to be and, and kind of what we put out in that world so that's what we did. We decided to change the name and yeah, we're coming back with same weekly episodes coming out on Friday. So you guys can definitely still expect that. Um, but now instead of just me on some episodes, it's going to be totally me and Avery together. Of course, you know, maybe one of us will be gone one week or something, but for the most part, it's going to be us together every week. Um, you know, our plans are hopefully to like bring on guests and really just continue to like educate you guys as best as we can. And I feel like it's always been so good on the episodes that we've done together just because mm -hmm. our banter back and forth is really great. And I feel like we really like run ideas off each other as we converse on these podcast yeah. episodes. So yeah, it's definitely going to be just overall a better experience for you guys as the listeners. And honestly, just for us, because I know I have so much to learn from Avery and Avery has stuff to learn from me too. So it, it's just going to be really really fun. So we're excited. Woo! Yay! I love it. Um, so we are going to be diving into today's episode. Um, actually, one of Avery's clients had brought up the idea of touching on this topic, which I love so much. And it's definitely something that does not get talked about enough, which is mental health. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're going to be diving into an episode um, specifically too, because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And you know, FFC and the Field as Fuck podcast, like we're definitely just really, really big advocates for mental health. It's something that we have always prioritized with our clients and with us. And it's something that we definitely just kind of thought would be really, really great to talk about on our first like official episode. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, let's, let's just kind of dive in. Um, I guess before we kick everything off, I always like to mention this. Avery yeah. and I are not therapists. We're not doctors. Um, you know, we, we are simply just here giving you guys our take on the health and fitness world. And, um, you know, that goes for this episode as well. Like we, we aren't licensed therapists. We aren't like professionals in this realm. This is simply just us speaking on our own experiences and ways that we have kind of dealt with mental health episodes in our, our health and fitness journey. So, um, yeah, Avery, do you want to kind of just kick it off with like talking a little bit more about mental health condition, yeah. kind of what that is? Yeah. So like Alex said, um, and shout out to this client who sent me a message kind of just saying like, Hey, I think it'd be really cool if you guys talked about this and completely agree. Literally as soon as she mentioned like that it was mental health awareness month, I was like, Oh, Alex is going to be all over it, all over this. Like definitely something that we're both really passionate about. Um, not only just in general, but also like with our clients. Um, and I think that a lot of times when people s jump into the health and fitness world, um, we kind of think it's about, you know, maybe how we look or the way we're eating, our performance in the gym, things like that. Um, and then I think the more we get into it and the longer we're involved in it, the more we realize how mental it is and how, how big a role your mental health plays in your fitness journey and just in general. Um, and I think that to a certain extent, the kind of the fitness industry, especially on social media, like there's a lot of talk about you know, the gym being a really awesome outlet for improving your mental health, which is a thousand percent true. So many benefits to working out for your mental health. Um, but I think it's really easy to kind of have the gym be people's only, I guess, outlet for caring for themselves. Um, and I think it's just really important that we kind of address it outside of the gym as well. Um, mm -hmm. because it's something that 
I honestly think every single person at some point in their life struggles with um, in different ways. And we're going to kind of talk a little bit about like our own personal experiences with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell my clients this all the time. If you don't, you know, you can, you can have all the tools you need to succeed. You can know exactly what to do. You can have a coach telling you exactly, you know, exactly what protocols to follow. Um, but the mental aspect, if, it, if that's not there, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So so true. Yeah. And, and really just with mental health conditions, like overall, it can affect your mood, your feelings, your thinking, you know, ability to relate to others. And it is such a massive part of yes, your health and fitness journey, but just your life in general. And like, you know, our coaching, we've definitely always taken more of like a holistic approach to health and fitness. Like, like Avery said, like if your mental health is not actively work, being worked on, like you might as well not focus on the other aspects of your life because it really all does go hand in hand. And, um, you know, our coaching program is called forever flourish coaching. And like, even with flourishing, like to be able to truly flourish into your best self or to be, you know, fueled as fuck, like in both of those, those regards, like there's so many different aspects that really play such a role in that. And mental health is a huge, huge aspect. Um, so yeah, let's kind of just dive into our own personal experiences with mental health. If you want to go ahead and kick it off, that would be really great. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I feel like, I feel like it's been like my whole life, honestly, but, um, I feel like the, I guess when my, I first started really experiencing, like really struggling, I guess, with like depression and anxiety was kind of like end of high school, start of college. And I think, I think honestly that that is really common, especially as people, go kind of off into the world they move out of they move out of their parents house and they go to college and things like that but um i that was probably definitely like the most intense period for me of like really struggling with depression and anxiety um just i don't know i just felt very alone um and i think i just didn't really feel like i had a com- like i didn't have my people i didn't have like my community and that, this was actually before i started really getting into lifting so i think i also didn't really have that as like a a staple mental health thing for myself yeah. um which for me right like men- like lifting is just as much for my mental health as it is for my body and yeah. and all of that um and you know i think that from there i kind of started to dive into like really realizing like how much it was affecting me because I think for a while I one of those things where maybe I was dealing with depression anxiety but I didn't really want to admit it to myself because when you admit it it kind of feels more real Mm -hmm. um and I mean that's when I was after college like after my first year of college that's when I started seeing a therapist and kind of getting a little bit more in touch with like what was actually going on Mm -hmm. um and I think since that point like mental health has been something that I've been really, really passionate about because I think it's something that a lot of people don't realize other people are struggling with, especially the people who, you know, are really upbeat and they seem really happy and super motivated and things like that, but you don't necessarily know what they're struggling with. Um, And that's actually something that I was, I was thinking of this when you were talking just a second ago about um, one of my clients messaging me saying like, Hey, what do you do if, if you're having just a really bad body image day, you're just really struggling mentally with like confidence. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, forever flourish. It's like, we're, we're constantly trying to better ourselves and, you know, improve ourselves. And the same goes with mental health. Like it's never done. You're never, it's never like, okay, I got, I'm good. Like mental health is, you know, if you're constantly having to work on it, it's a constant practice, just like going to the gym and lifting and, and 
all that. So for sure. And, and it's one of those things that like, it's, like you said, it's always going to be part of your life, no matter how mm -hmm. fit you are, no matter how much it seems like you have your life together. We all deal with it. We all struggle with it. I mean, Avery and I have been coaching for years now and like, I still have bad body image days all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, and, and I still struggle with my confidence too. And so I think it's something that like, like you said, you're never, you're never done working on it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe you can get a little bit better at managing it, but it's never something that's totally going to go away. Um, but yeah, I, and I think it's so cool that like you, I, I love that like you have gone to therapy and like you've recognized that and like you take the active steps to kind of work on that. I think that that's so cool. And like, I'm such a big advocate for getting help. Like, Yes. Whether it's therapy, whether, whether it's medication, like, I think it's so cool to, to want to put that best foot forward and like truly actively work toward getting help. I think that that's such a big thing for people to do. So I think that that's awesome. Um, in my own personal experience, I probably would say not so much depression, but anxiety is something that I struggle with big time. And I, I didn't really realize how much of an anxious person I was until like about a year ago when I started to just like talk to other people about it and like realize like, Oh, you guys don't think like this or you don't worry about this kind of stuff. And so about a year ago, I remember I was actually talking to like one of my best friends and she was like, like, Alex, are you like, are you good? Like you, you shouldn't be like concerned about stuff that's going to happen. That's like probably never, ever going to happen. But like, I, I am so, so anxious when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, um, definitely confidence is something I, I still struggle with, like I said, but it was something that I really did struggle with, especially back in like 2018 after I got married and I've told this story before, but like, you know, getting my wedding photos back and like seeing the way I looked compared to like how I looked in high school. And like, that was something that was hard for me to deal with. And like I said, I still have those, those episodes of like really bad body image days or, or where I struggle with confidence, but it is something that I'm actively working towards. And I think so much of kind of like overcoming, you know, anxiety, depression, confidence issues like it, it truly does come down to just like finding ways and, and, and maybe things or outlets that can kind of just help you take your mind off that and so Avery and I are kind of going to just dive more into like how we personally deal with our own mental health episodes or our anxiety and depression during our health and fitness journeys and and really just in life in general like we say during our health and fitness journey because like this is a health and fitness podcast but it, it really is in all aspects of life and even if you're not into health and fitness like it's still a very relevant thing that I think is, does not get talked about enough. And I do, I love how like in 2022, like, you know, we're getting more and more open to having these conversations with other people and um, things like medication or going to, to a therapist. Like those are things that are getting more and more normalized every single day, which I think is so, so cool. And I think that the more you talk about it to other people, like the more, the less alone you feel. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I definitely would love to have us kind of just dive into what our personal ways of like dealing with mental health are, I guess. Yeah. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think the, the first thing that I want to say about this is that like, at least this is again, my personal experience. It could be different for, for you, whoever's listening. But I think for me, like a lot of the time with both depression and anxiety. And I completely hear you on what you're saying of like, there's things that you feel anxious about where someone else would be like, what, what, yeah. you what? you're worried about this really obscure thing. Or a lot of times for me, it's, I, I just feel really anxious and it's like, I know nothing bad is going to happen, but I'm just like, Oh, this, I, I don't feel good. Yeah. Um, and so I think sometimes like realizing that 
there's nothing wrong. Like a lot of times I think when people, people who haven't really experienced it, like a prolonged periods of depression or anxiety, um, you know, and you, you might be opening up to them about feeling a certain type of way and they ask why. Um, and sometimes there's a why, like sometimes there's a, a very clear trigger or reason. And sometimes, again, my personal experience, sometimes there's really not. Like I just am having a shitty day and I couldn't really tell you why. Nothing bad happened. Yeah. You know, everything's fine. Um, but I just am in a slump. And so I think sometimes realizing like there's not really anything that someone else can do or there's not a magic like I'm gonna snap my fingers and this is gonna just go away. Um, I guess kind of just identifying first and foremost, like, hey, I'm feeling really anxious today, or I'm having a I'm feeling really insecure today. Like just kind of naming it, identifying it. Um and I guess just kind of accepting that like that's what's happening, I guess, rather than trying to deny it or like if I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just cool. something that I think is important for me is just like today I'm feeling really depressed. Yeah. And, you know. Um and then in terms of like I guess act more like action steps, um definitely like journaling is a really big one. I think Alex and I both have that on our list of like just writing like brain dump of like everything that's going on, not trying to like fix it, but I guess just trying to put it on paper and kind of identify it. And I feel like for me, at least when I write, there's so much that like I'm writing and then I'll read it back and I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize I was thinking that, but somehow I wrote it down. Um, going on walks is another really big one. Like just doing something that I know is going to make me feel a little bit better. Just like getting outside fresh air, listening to an audiobook, listening to some music, um, doing things like kind of to fill my cup. So like maybe going to get myself a cup of coffee or, um, going to like get my nails done or like some form of self-care. Um, those are just like kind of the top of my, top of my list for sure. Yeah. And I think too, like kind of going off of that, like if you know that that's something that you do deal with and maybe it's more frequent than not, but like recognizing like, Hey, I'm like you said, saying it out loud, like I am dealing with this. Um, but also knowing like what you can do to kind of help that. And something I'm, I tell our clients all the time is even on a daily basis, like even if you're not having a bad mental health day, like on a daily basis, you should always have one thing on your daily to-do list that is truly there to fill your cup up. One yeah. thing that you can truly, truly look forward to on a daily basis, whether that is going for your evening walk with your dogs or grabbing a cup of coffee on your way to work or sitting in your car for five minutes before you get inside to your kids, like just prioritize one thing every single day. Like obviously more than one thing is better, but like if you can have just one thing that you mm -hmm. truly, truly, truly look forward to every single day, I think that that is so important. Um, I think out of, out of anything on your daily to-do list, that's probably the most important thing because if you're not filling your own cup up, you can't expect to pour into others or pour into your work life or, or truly find that balance. So that's kind of me just going off of doing th something for yourself. Like don't, and don't feel selfish for doing something for yourself, especially, you know, I, I know we have like moms who listen to this podcast, like, and sometimes it seems like, yes, your kids have to be put first and your family has to be put first. But like, I truly believe that you should always be put first because you will be a better mom. You will be a better employee. You'll be a better friend. You'll be a better daughter. You'll be a better sister if you truly can take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of going into like my, my personal ways of 
kind of dealing with, you know, mental health episodes. If I do have that, um, like Avery said, daily journaling is something that I definitely think is super beneficial and I'm totally pro brain dump. Like you do Mm -hmm. not have to sit down and say like, Oh, I'm going to write out 10 things I'm grateful for, or Mm -hmm. I'm going to write out what my perfect day looks like. Like, that's great. But like, I think brain dump is so good. And something we were actually reading a book that said it was called buy yourself the fucking lilies. That was the book, right? Yeah. She, in the beginning of that book, talked a lot about doing brain dumps and she would do it right when she would wake up in the morning. So like fresh out of bed. And this was something she said, it was a non-negotiable for her. Like she would, if she even spent the night at like some guy's house or something, she would bring her journal with her so she could wake up in the morning and write her brain dump. Um, And I think that's a really good habit to get into. You don't have to have a purpose when you sit down and write, just Mm -hmm. fucking write. Like it, it could be the randomest shit in the whole world just write like it you truly will feel better and um be a little bit more like at least for me like I'm more clear-minded when I do that because I'm like everything that I've even thought about this morning is already down on paper I can just kind of go about my day now and not have like this background stress that is affecting me even though it's so small um deep breathing this is something that sometimes I'll catch myself when I'm just getting super anxious and just say like take a couple deep breaths, like just sit it's all gonna be okay and and something that I like to ask myself too is you know I am a very anxious person, like I said. And so sometimes I'll even just straight up ask myself, like, what is the worst thing that's, that could happen right now? And when you truly think about that, like the worst thing that could happen is, is oftentimes really not that bad. Like, you know, whether you're late to work and you're like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen right now? Oh, I'm five minutes late to work. Like, yeah, that's shitty, but it's, that's in the grand scheme of things, like not something that's terribly wrong, I guess. And that was something too, especially like, as I kind of made that leap into leaving my job to start coaching online full time was like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if I fail at this? Like, oh, okay. I, it, it fails miserably and I have to what, go find another job. Maybe me and Charlie like lose our house and I have to go live with my mom. Like, yeah, that's really shitty, but like, it's not that shitty. I mean, it is, but I, I don't know. I think sometimes just like yeah. really thinking like, what is the worst that's going to happen? But something I'm so, so big on and I have gotten so like not to toot my own horn, but I have gotten so good at finding the positives in every situation. And I try my best to like, you know, share this with people around me. Like if, if something happens, you know, if Charlie's like working on something and something breaks and he's like super pissed off, like, Hey, that's okay. Like, so we have to go spend 50 more dollars at Jerry's to buy a new freaking piece of plywood. I don't know. Like (laughs) just look at the positives. Like at least the whole thing didn't burn down or, you know what I mean? Like, really trying to find the positives and have a positive outlook on life can be something that obviously easier said than done, but like try your hardest to truly find the positives in every situation because that can really, really help. And that's been something that has really been life-changing for me. Also something that I tell our clients all the time is like, focus on what you can control and, and focus on the future. Like worrying about things that happened in the past. I'm the type of person that's like, oh my God, do you remember what happened seven years ago? I think we talked about this, didn't we? Yep. It's like, oh, this, this thing happened seven years ago. And I'm literally the only person who probably thinks about it still. And it makes me like embarrassed or anxious to think about what the, like me thinking about that is not going to change the fact that that happened. So like, why would I even think about wasting my energy on that? Like that's nothing I do, no matter how long and hard I think about that situation, it's not going to change it. And so like, focus on what you have control over, focus on the things that you can control. And that kind of goes hand in hand with, like I said, you know, the anxiety that I do deal with, like like Avery said, I struggle with things that are like, like obscene things that will literally never happen in my entire life. But like, I think that they're going to happen and it makes me super, super anxious. 
I have no control over the fact that, you know, a huge earthquake could happen and the fucking river is going to flood and my dogs are going to die. I can't control that. So why am I going to sit here and like literally stay up at night thinking about the fact that like, oh my God, this could happen. Um, you know, and I, I, it sounds so silly because like that is legit the shit I think about or like something bad happening to family members. And it's like, I have no control over that. So let's let's spend my energy on something that I truly can't control like I can control whether or not I want to get up in the morning and sit down and journal and like truly try my best to have a good day so I think that that's something that's really important is like focus on your controllables if you can't control it let that energy go because no matter how long and hard you waste your energy on it it's not going to change focus on the future focus on the now focus on what you have control over um so yeah that's kind of like a, a quote I actually wrote down was worrying does not take away tomorrow's trouble. It takes away today's peace. Mm-hmm. And like that, I think I read that to you and Peyton and Callie in one of our team meetings a few weeks yeah. ago when Peyton was talking and it was like one of my little daily affirmations that came up and I was like, oh my God, I think that's my new favorite quote. I love that. But it's so true. Like I say this to clients probably, probably in like half the check-ins that I do, I will say this to clients because we all have, and this is kind of more so, more specifically regarding like falling off track with nutrition and fitness, whatever it is, you go on vacation, you get back, you're worried that you ruined all your progress, whatever it is. I tell this to people all the time. You have two options. Option number one is the mental energy. You have this mental energy and you're, and you can spend it on feeling guilty, beating yourself up, regretting, oh, I should have done this. I should have been better about that, blah, blah, blah. Or option two, and that, what does that do for you? Nothing. Literally does nothing. It probably makes it worse. Yeah. And option number two is you can take that same mental energy that you have and use it to prepare for a better week, use it to, you know, do your meal prep, to journal, to like get yourself set up for success um, and look forward, move forward. Like you can't change what happened. Um, and I, that's something I used to struggle with so much of like, you know, I would eat so much food and I would feel so guilty for like days about, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have had that dessert and blah, blah. And now, you know, there's occasions where I'm like, yeah, maybe I ate a little bit more than I maybe quote unquote should have, or would have liked to. Maybe I didn't track at all. And I didn't hit my macros, whatever. There's one thing, there's literally only one thing I can do and it's move forward and, and have today be better. And you were talking about this the other day on like, I think it was maybe last week you were talking about on your story, like just go outside walk around, like you will feel better. And this is something that's, I think, really hard to do, but just like when not, not letting yourself spiral into those like anxious, dark places, which is, re- I'm not saying it's easy. Cause I mean, I was not saying it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to not do that, but just trying to do one thing and it can feel really hard. Even something so simple, like going on a walk can feel really hard, but just like, okay, I'm going to do something to stop moving down this path and to try to get back to neutral. Yeah. Um, no, even if it's, yeah, super, something super simple, but yeah. yeah. And, and I love how you brought up just the fact that like, you know, in, in your health and fitness journey specifically, like that's what you tell your clients, because obviously, like I said, this is a health and fitness podcast. And um, I think actually for this episode, I know one of our clients had talked to us about mental health awareness. We actually had a, another client a few months ago say like, Hey, I would love an episode on like how you deal with your mental health episodes. And just to kind of like go to that client. I know we, we kind of talked to her obviously on a weekly basis and daily basis, but like, you know, with, with your health and fitness journey, like you really said it perfectly. Like you cannot control the past. Like you cannot control how you ate yesterday. You cannot control if you didn't hit your macros yesterday. 
all you have control over is what you're going to do moving forward. And something we say all the time in the group chat is like, you have control over your efforts. You have control over your attitude and you have control over like, you know, whether or not you want to have a good day. Like you do truly have control over that. And like you said, so much easier said than done. Trust Mm -hmm. me. You know, like if you're having a shitty day and someone's like, well, just Tell yourself you're gonna have a good day. Like I will punch you. Positive. I'm like, well, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> but like it's it is true. Like it is true. Like we do have control over that. And like just I don't know. Like you said, you know, just st- just focus your energy on the for- on the moving forward. And like when you're in your health and fitness journey, and you know you're maybe struggling with things. Like sitting there and like thinking about how shitty it was. And how oh my god, I fucked up. Like, that's not gonna change anything. And I tell people all the time too, like. Think about a day where, oh, am I glitching out? Uh, um, a little bit. We also, I, it's, it's giving us a warning, we're only like 10 minutes. <laughs> Avery and I literally, you guys would laugh if you figured out how many times we have to like leave a meeting and come back. <laughs> we take so long and I don't want to upgrade to Zoom Pro. Um, <laughs> my cheap ass. Yeah. Um, but think about a day where you didn't accomplish, you know, the stuff that you were going to do. And then think about a day when you did, you hit your macros, your step goal, you hit your water goal. Obviously you feel so much better after a day that you got those things accomplished. So just think about the feeling you'll have at the end of the day. If you do just put your best foot forward. And, and like I said, that's easier said than done. And like, we are all about not having that all or nothing mindset. Like, even if it's like you had a breakfast that wasn't tracked, like that doesn't mean the rest of your day has to go to shit. You can have control over actively working towards having a better day even if you messed up that day already so um I think that's important to touch on just in terms of like your health and fitness journey in general um honestly the next thing I had on here was for us to talk about like becoming emotionally aware which I feel like we kind of already talked about that like recognizing like hey I know like I'm having a bad anxiety day or I feel depressed Mm -hmm. today like Mm -hmm. recognizing that and kind of figure out the ways that for you personally it can kind of help you combat that I guess yeah, and I think a big one for this is just like just reaching reaching out for support and that can be that can look like so many different things. Um I mean that's something that we obviously do as coaches like I tell I, <laughs> I tell people this all the time but like you know, if you if you break your arm, you're not just going to be like, "Well, I guess I'll figure it out." It's like, "No, I'm going to go to a doctor and they're going to, you know, put me in a cast and they're that's their job. Yeah. I am not qualified to deal with this, so I'm going to go ask for support." Right. But when it comes to mental health, it, when it comes to mental health or even like, what should I do for my workouts? And like people I think are, can be really scared to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's something that, you know, maybe they've been trying to lose weight for years and they, they haven't been successful. Um, it's something that can be really vulnerable and hard to open up to or hard to open up about. So I think that recognizing like, it's actually, it's a, sh- it's a sign of strength to reach out when you're struggling, whether it's hiring a coach, whether it's, I, you know, I've had multiple clients where it's like, yeah, definitely. I think talking to someone would be really helpful because for me as a coach, like I'm only, I like, like Alex said, we're not therapists. Like I'm always here to listen. I'm always here to, you know, help as much as I can, but ultimately like, I want you to go out and get the support that you need. And if you can't get it from me, then, you know, go get it from someone else. Um, and so I think, just knowing that like reaching out for help is so important and it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Like, um, quite the opposite. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and I mean, it's, it can be really hard, but I think that, um, that taking that step is, is really 
really important if you feel like that's something that you need. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and something that I feel like we've also kind of touched on too is, you know, obviously exercise and fueling your body properly, like that does play a huge role too in, in mental health, even though it may not seem that way. Yeah. Um, but that, I do, I do think that that can play such a good role in that. And like Avery said at the beginning of this episode, like sometimes that can be an outlet for people. Um, yeah. and obviously we don't want that to be the only outlet that someone has is going to the gym to, you know, work on their mental health. Like there should be other aspects that kind of play a role in that. But um, there are so many ex- uh, benefits that come from exercising and, and really just fueling your body properly, being fueled as fuck. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's something. Is there anything else you want to touch on in regard to that? I feel like we kind of touched on that, but. It's, you know, every time I say, I start to say something, I go, you know, I say this all the time. But I something, that I also think else, something else I also say all the time is like, yeah. I wish that I could, I wish that with working out specifically, I think a lot, and myself included, because when I started working out, it was purely to change the way I looked. It was to get, try to be as skinny as possible and blah, blah, blah. Um, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with trying to change the way your body looks. I love it. I'm all about, you know, building your dream body. But um, something that I try to always, I guess, um, educate people on or just tell people about is, you know, we always say, oh, well, there's no magic pill. There's no magic pill that's going to fix all your problems or but if there was one, it'd be exercise. Like, yeah. honestly, you're, yeah. you're more motivated, have more energy. Um, you know, you're going to sleep better. You're taking care of your body. Like you're taking care of your mental health. You're going to be happier. Like all these things are proven benefits of exercise. And then, oh, side benefit. You're also improving your body composition, gaining muscle, gaining confidence, um, you know, of course, if you're, if you have specific physique goals, weight loss goals, muscle gain goals, like that's going to be a really crucial part of, of getting there. But if you can see all of that as like, those are side effects of something that's just proven to just improve your quality of life. And I'm not even talking about lifting. It could be going on a walk. It could be doing a Zumba class. Like just moving your body is so damn important. I'm starting to. No, I know. It, it fires I'm getting, you. I'm getting fired up now. Yeah. Well, but, um, I think in today's society, it's something that like everybody's looking for a quick fix for everything, for literally everything. And like, nobody wants to put in the work to, to yes, work on their mental health or work on their physical health. But like exercise is something that like all around will benefit your life so much. Yeah. Every, like literally. Just, yeah, just finding, I think it's like with, we think, we think mental health, I mean, it's all in our head and like, obviously it is like, that's what we're talking about. But like, we store so much stress and anxiety in our bodies. Um, and so to release that just physically is so, so important. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, this is something that Avery and I are obviously passionate about and we, we definitely felt it was very appropriate to talk about this at this time, especially because Mm -hmm. it's mental health awareness month. Um, and you know, like I said at the beginning, like we're not, licensed health professionals like we we truly are just kind of sharing our own experiences and and being open to you guys and and just wanting to educate you as best as we can but is there anything else that you want to touch on in regards to just this episode in general or anything like that I don't think so I mean I you know me I before we go on tangents oh, yeah. for like no, hours on, but we were up to Avery and I and there wasn't a little timer that was counting us down right now <laughs> I know. Three minutes and 12 seconds. Um, yeah, but I'm honestly just super excited for it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I feel like this was a really good way to like kick off um, not only like our, you know, just kind of this, the new title, like the new name of the podcast and just kind of what we're all about. And 
yeah. I'm excited. And, and as always, you guys, I'll link everything in the description. So we'll have, you know, the, the Instagram will be there. Our Instagrams will be there. Our Facebook groups there. I'll also post a link to our coaching there. Um, but in general, like if you guys have questions about anything, you can reach out to us. Probably Instagram is the best place to, to reach yeah. out to us. Um, but if you have questions on anything that we talk about in the episodes, anything we don't talk about, if you have ideas for episodes or guests that maybe you'd like to see on the podcast, definitely just let us know. Um, but yeah, we're excited about all that's to come on this podcast. I'm so excited that we're co-hosting and we changed it. I, yeah. I think it's like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's kind of everything. Like I said at the beginning too, we're going to continue to do our weekly episodes every Friday. So you guys can still expect those. Um, but yeah, overall, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. And we're really excited to just kind of kick this off. Yeah. Can't wait. Sounds good. We will see you guys next Friday. Bye.